Flutter User Interface Toolkit. Flutter is taking the world of UI by storm. Flutter is Google's UI toolkit for building beautiful natively compiled applications for mobile, web, and desktop with a single code base. Yes, you have heard correctly. You can then create an application, have it on iOS, on Android, on web, and on desktop, all with the same code base, possibly with a few tweaks. We have had attempts in the past to create multiple deployments for both mobile, web, and desktop with a single code base, for example, the React Native. However, Flutter takes a different approach. Instead of drawing the standard widgets of the desktop or of the Android interface, it is taking control of the user interface just like a game, and then it has the control of drawing all the widgets. In addition, Flutter uses the programming language Dart, so you can write everything without which looks quite familiar to Java. So if you're coming from the backend, then Flutter is going to be your probably best hit today into the world of UI. In Flutter, you don't need to actually write any JavaScript or HTML. You compile your code. Your code is much less messy than similar code in JavaScript or in HTML. There were attempts in the past to create frameworks for building user interface with standard programming languages, which are not HTML and JavaScript, but I think that Flutter is doing just a great job. Uh, if in the other frameworks, it was not exactly matching or you could not compile it exactly to any platform, if you look at the code which you code with Flutter, it's very super concise and clean, and there is a lot of support for both from the IDEs and the community. My personal opinion is that Flutter is going to win, big time. This does not mean that HTML and JavaScript would be gone, not at all. However, Flutter is going to play an extremely big role in the UI development experience. And in addition, Flutter opens before you the possibility of not only coding the whole client with a single compiled language with type safety, it will also enable you to write the server in the same language or connect to other serverless services. And I have to stress out again, the code that you write in Flutter is super concise and it's only improving. So now let's go through the steps of building a Flutter application that would suggest to you startup names. So you first use the command line. I assume you already installed Flutter on your uh, local machine. Then you use the command line Flutter, okay? Just like in Ruby Rails, you use Rails. Now you use Flutter, but it's not a CRUD application. Type Flutter channel beta. This would direct the Flutter to use the branch or the channel of beta because it is rather new project. It has been around a few years, but it's developing in a fast way. So you use the channel beta so that your user interface would appear in web, in mobile, and in desktop. After you have typed Flutter channel beta, Flutter upgrade in order to sync with the latest version of Flutter. 
and then flutter config minus minus enable web so that you can have your application running also on the web. Now you go ahead and create the main file for your application. The main file is going to be called main.dart. Okay, so you import the material user experience from that with import package flutter slash material.dart. And now we're going to create the main widget. It's going to be a stateless widget. So the way Flutter works is that you have a hierarchy of widgets. So our top level widget, and this what makes the, the code looks uh, extremely good and extremely clear, and you can extremely be able to change it and see exactly where is your UI without super complexities as we have, for example, in Swing. As a backend developer, you would simply enjoy using Flutter. So as we said, we are creating our uh, main application. We extend the stateless widget and now we move ahead and override the build method. The build method is where is like a callback. Flutter is going to call this build method and here you need to specify how is your screen going to look like. So we are going to have a title on the screen. So we just a uh, specify title colon, welcome to Flutter. And the title of the screen is going to be welcome to Flutter. And now we're going to add a, a bar and the text again, welcome to Flutter and a text box. You define text box by the object text and then you open and close brackets. So in Dart, you don't need to use the keyword new in order to create project. This adds also to the conciseness of the Flutter code. So we define the main application, which extends the stateless widget, and then we override the build. And in the build, you define in the build function, you defined all the objects that you want to appear inside your UI. For example, if you want a text box, then just say title colon text, and this is the text that you want as the title. And in the body of our application, let's say we want hello world, so we just define body colon center child colon text again for a new text box. And in this text box, we just type the text in the code, hello world. And now lo and behold, we have a, an application ready that we can run. Okay, so with just a few lines, we created a mobile application on iPhone, on Android. You can deploy it also to web or to desktop. Amazing, very concise, very clear with great performance. It's like eating the cake and leaving it whole. At this point, I want to specify the drawbacks of uh, Flutter. So it's a little bit new. So if you want to create a CRUD application, create, update, uh, delete, a insert application, then in Rails, for example, you just hit a few commands and you get the CRUD application ready calling the database. In Flutter, I don't think we have such a framework, but in today's serverless world, then I'm not sure we need such a specific uh, framework, but it does less of a good job than, for example, Rails or with the uh, Java Spring MVC, connected to TeamLift templating. So if you want to start out web application for CRUD, if you go with Spring and TeamLift, you might have some easier life. However, I would still go with uh, Flutter due to its conciseness and 
even at the price of implementing the CRUD by yourself. The way to refer to external applications in Flutter is very similar to the way that you define the package.json or Node.js. For example, you just define dependencies, Flutter, and then we want the English word. So we define English words colon and the version number and then we hit on the command line flutter pub get and it would get the pubspec.yaml. So you basically define in the pubspec.yaml, which is on the main folder of your flutter application, the dependencies together with their versions with the standard uh, head conversion as you have in package.json for Node.js. You then run the CLI pub, flutter pub get, and it would fetch and sync all the dependencies. Next, we want to import these English words into our application. So we type import just like in Java, import package English words, English words dot dot. And now in order to get a word from the dictionary, we can use simply as we imported the library, word pair dot random, which would give us a pair of words from the dictionary that we have imported. And now, now we want to enable an infinite scrolling on the list view where we specify all the words. We use the list view widget in Flutter in order to create our uh, list view. And in order to create the infinite scroll, we use the builder pattern. The list view has the item builder properly, which you utilize. And with the item builder, you specify to it how you build a new item. A new item is going to be fetched from the random world. So in the main application, you have your application defined as a stateless widget and from you refer into a function which is called build suggestions which return a widget. Which widget would this function return? It would return a list view. And what would this list view do? You would call the list view dot builder and use the property item builder in order to tell it how to choose randomly word pairs. And this is it. You have your main application. In the main application, you want to define a list view, but you don't directly define the list view because there is some complex logic in this list view. You want to get random words. So you call a function. Let's name this function build suggestion. This function would use the list view dot builder and then the property item builder. And in the function item builder or the property item builder, you call and get the next item to present in the list. And then when the user scrolls down, you would be able to show him an infinite list. This is very concise. If you want to see the code and the documentation for that, just go to flutter.dev.docs, get started, slash codelab. To sum up, Flutter uses Dart. Dart is an excellent language, compiled language for uh, users, especially for those programmers coming from the backend side. So really, if you're coming from the backend side and you see the jungle that exists in the JavaScript and all the mess in JavaScript and HTML, you will simply enjoy the conciseness and the organization of the Dart language. So before using such a language such as Flutter, you should be skeptical because there were many attempts to generate UI with like backend looking style code. However, I tried it and it looks perfect. It simply works. The language is concise. 
the UI building is concise, it's clean. Uh, the only drawback I could find is that you don't have like the Rails create CRUD and all the ecosystem that you have around Spring in uh, Java. But I think uh, if, you, if you want to create a UI as of today, Flutter might be your best bet. So thank you for listening. I think this was pretty interesting. I will see you next time.